Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. Well, let's just jump right in. Guys, I know it's late for you, uh, so I don't want to keep you up too terribly late. No, you're good. Um, All right. So Erin, I'm super excited that you're joining me for a conversation. Tell us a little bit about you. So I'm Erin. I'm currently living in East Africa in Kenya, um, working for Blue Sky Global Ministries. Um, So I get to do youth run ministry with middle and high schoolers here in Kenya, um, and we mainly are serving the multinational communities. So like a lot of expats live here and they saw a need about 20 years ago that like the expats and the missionary kids weren't being reached. And so mm-hmm. they started up a ministry just for them. So it's super cool. It's like getting to reach all the nations just from one central place because a lot of students just come here for a year and then get moved to another country. So it's a super cool opportunity. Something else about me. I I just got engaged three weeks ago, so right before I moved here. Um, so that's exciting and fun. <laughs> I was just about to say, I get when I saw that you got engaged, I was so excited. But she's about to move. What yeah. would that be? What would that feel like? You know, to be super excited and to be quasi planning a wedding because you're in Africa for a year, right? That's the yes. commitment. You're you're there for a year, and so I don't know when y'all have set a date or if you're going to wait till you get back or if you're going to plan it while you're there. Yeah, so we set the date for next October, and I'll return next August. So we'll have okay. about a month, and I'll probably be doing a lot of the planning here. So long distance is hard, though. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't. Oh, hmm. well, I'm so thankful for, like, FaceTime and video calls. But, I mean, it just, like, doesn't fill the void that you're not with that person. So, and I don't know, like, it didn't hit me until I was, like, heading to the airport that I'm there for. I'm here for a year. I don't know. I, I knew it was going to be gone, but it just felt like a little vacation at the time, like preparing for it. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the things that you're going to learn and experience like this time of your life, this season of your life, I just, I can't wait, you know, whether it's six months down the road or five years down the road, what you are going to be able to say that you learned from the Lord in such a really interesting time. I'm already learning and growing so much. So. It's crazy. (laughs) Super cool. Okay. So let's jump in. So two of these questions come from Matthew 22. Jesus is asked which commandment in the law was the greatest. And he said, love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. I want to ask you what currently stirs your love for God. This is probably a super cliche answer, but I love people just like you just said like you love to like be with people that's that's me too like people and community just like it like reveals a part of god to me that nothing else does um like i don't know i think it's even revealed to me even more like the past couple weeks since i've been here and i've been removed from my community and removed from my people just like how much that filled a place in my heart um, like I just loved a fellowship with people and like, I don't know, it just like, it hits different when you're like reading your Bible with other people or praying with other people and for other people and know that they're praying for you. Mm. And even like worshiping with other people, like just hearing more voices. It's just, it just like hits different. I don't know how to describe it, but, um, would you say that you are introverted or extroverted? 
So I took um, the Myers-Briggs thing and I'm like right in the middle. <laughs> but I, I nice. feel like so I don't like to meet new people. But once I'm like established with people, I'm very extroverted and like want to be with them 24-7. Mm-hmm. But it's like the initial like meeting people and meeting new people get a little bit shy about. So That's super cool. I like the way you phrased that, um, how other people kind of reveal a lot about God to you. Do you think it's just maybe our uniqueness or how they talk about God? What do you think encourages you the most about, about that? Yeah. I think just like the uniqueness of like all of our creation and like personality things really like I'm a geek about personality tests and everything like that. So I was a psychology major in Mm. um, university. So it like, I don't know. I just like geek out about personalities and how everyone's like so different and like I don't know, like we all have different fingerprints. Like no one on the earth has the same fingerprint. Like that's just blows my mind. And yeah, just the way like people interact and like love on people differently and different mm-hmm. love languages, like all that stuff is just so cool to me. And just mm-hmm. reveals like how diverse God is. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so on the other hand, then what currently stifles your love for God? Yeah, so this is like a, a new one. It's kind of like a tension point with me and God right now. Um, but I think just like, the unrest in the world like I don't know if it's because I move halfway across the world this month or I don't know but like there's so many like things going on in the world like I mean COVID's been a thing for a while but it's like coming back again even worse and so that's like really disheartening and like Afghanistan and all the earthquakes and hurricanes and um, in fact like the missionaries that I'm working with over here yesterday just got news that they one of them has cancer Mm. and my best friend's dad died last weekend unexpectedly just like Mm. there's just so much unrest happening so like in such a short period of time and it's like I know that this isn't God's plan b like this isn't catching him by surprise and so it's just like frustrating for me that he's allowing this to happen but like it also reveals part of me that like I don't trust his plan fully and so that's been pretty convicting but I've just been like angry I guess and scared. (laughs) Maybe it's a good, Mm. better word, frustrated. Yes. I'm sure you are not alone in that because I can relate to that too. And it all just feels so big and like insurmountable, you know, and you feel kind of so helpless. I feel like one route the helplessness could take is just letting it just consume me and me just feel fearful and anxious all the time. But I've been trying to let that helplessness fuel me into what I can do, which is pray. Cause it can get really, I can get caught up in my day to day and forget to pray, which seems kind of crazy to say that, that I would forget to pray for people who are climbing through rubble, dealing with a hurricane, but you do, you know, and I think, I guess my human limits, you know, you can only handle so much in your brain yeah. carving out time to say, what can I do? I can intercede for these people on, on and God and ask God to do what only he can do. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it, it opens my eyes even more. And like, I know the crazy things are going on in the States right now with like all the hurricanes and stuff. And COVID is so much worse there than it is here. But like, even here, just like seeing like politicians have like these huge mansions and then like right down the road, seeing like a slum full of orphans, like that just, Mm. it breaks my heart. And I'm like, why does God allow that to happen? So I've just kind of been like, wrestling with that lately (laughs) and Mm -hmm. yeah you hit the nail on the head where you you say like the only thing that I do have control over is I could pray but I I just 
I know that praying is more than enough, but it still feels kind of help. Like I just feel helpless. Like, cause I can't help them in the immediate, in the immediate moment. So it's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think you, you said it earlier about trusting. I mean, it's just huge to when, when I see things that don't make sense to me or that are just heartbreaking to me, almost giving myself the space to grieve that and be upset about that because the world is broken and it's sinful and stuff and bad things happen. And I am not the person, I mean, I don't think anyone likes unpleasant feelings, but I especially don't like the Same. discomfort that comes with sadness, you know, and helpless, you know, crying. like that helplessness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, well, I'm a crier. So I'm like, totally oh, down. No, I'm a very emotional was, person. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a very emotional person, but sometimes it feels too heavy for me. And I just want to like numb out. I just want to escape it. I want to ignore it. And so I'm trying to find the balance between the tension, I guess, is a word I've been seeing a lot and, and feeling a lot, the tension between seeing it and letting it draw out compassion and prayer of me, but also not letting it consume me because I am only one person. You know, I don't think God is asking me to carry the weight of all the orphans in the world. But if I can let that reality stir me to do things for the kingdom, then maybe that's, so maybe it's putting, putting all the reality, like you said, you said trusting is what made, made me think about it, like a boundary between like, what is my responsibility and accountability and what is God's responsibility and accountability? Because I can't carry the weight of his, of his, what he carries. Yeah. You know, and he's not asking me to do that. So that's like comforting, but also just, it's just big. It's just hard. Yeah. And it's like a humbling experience to be like, I can't carry that weight. So I have to trust you, God, that you're going to do something like knowing that he will, but man, it's hard. And like trusting is such a, an easy turn to throw like, yeah, I trust God. But like when it gets down to it, it's like, maybe I don't trust him. Cause I wouldn't be this upset over mm. you know, circumstances that arise in life if I fully trusted him. So mm. it's been super convicting for me. <laughs> yes. And I, you saying that reminds me of, I can't remember who I, I think I was listening to a Tim Keller sermon and he just made this distinction between loving and serving God for what he does for me and loving and serving him because he's God and he deserves it and he's worthy of it and he's good. So when it comes down to trust, do I trust the God of the Bible or am I leaning more into the God that I'm creating? Because a lot of times he, like what we're talking about, he allows things that really grieve me or sad me or frustrate me or anger me or something. But I don't see all that he sees. It's almost like trusting his nature or not doubting his goodness just because bad. Th- Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh. I mean, this was his plan A <laughs> and that's like, I like, I like that you said it that way. That was really helpful for me. This wasn't plan B. Not his backup plan, <laughs> but that's like hard for me to rest in sometime. Cause I'm like, like, for example, like Afghanistan, like that just totally caught me off guard. Like I had no idea that was even coming soon, like something like that. And so then to like, my emotions went into like plan B mode. Like how do I deal with like grieving this and being so far away from family right now and from the States and it's just hard. (laughs) Okay. So so we're already kind of talking about God, but I really would love to hear what your blanks fill in the blanks were for our question. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. I put um, the truth that God is concerned about the small details of my life means a lot to me because it shows that he cares for me individually. So like 
for example, this is, I have just like so many like little prayer. I have a sternal of like, just even like the little silliest prayers that I pray for and like the ways that God answers it. Some of the recent ones, like on the way over here, I was, I had like all these bins of things, which obviously that raises so much awareness and customs. They're going to be like, what's this girl bringing in like four bins, you know? Um, and so I was just, and like customs here is crazy. Like they'll tax mm. you on anything. Um, and it's like, it's pretty expensive and it's just like scary to get pulled aside and questioned, you know, it's like midnight. So I was tired. So the whole plane ride to Kenya, I was just praying like, God, please don't let me be pulled in customs like over and over. It's like praying that because I was so mm-hmm. anxious about it. And so when I came and picked up my bags, they say if they have like a chalk X on it, that they're going to get pulled in customs because they like rate this concern and all of my bins had X's on it. So I was trying to wipe them off and I got in trouble for wiping them off. Um, and then they pulled me in customs and I was just being questioned. And I was just like, God, like I'm praying, like, why did you let this, like, why are they pulling me? And then the guy just says, okay, you can go. And like, didn't tax me on anything. And like, it was, it was just crazy. Cause he's just like, okay, you can go. And I was like, oh, can I, are you sure? It was just like, I didn't <laughs> trust that God was like going to show up in that situation, mm. but he did. And then, I mean, I came here knowing nobody and I was like, just like praying for a friend here this week. I really just showed up with a few friends actually, and we're like planning some trips together. And so just like those small little details about our life that you think like, oh, God has too much to handle. So he's not going to worry about if I have a friend here, like th- that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does care about that and, and he will answer those prayers. So mm. I love that so much. It is sweet to me to be reminded that when God asks us or calls us to do something, he's always with us as we do it. Yeah. And things that are important to us because he cares for us are important to him too. That's a really sweet reminder for me. And I get so mad at myself because then the next time something small comes along, I'm like, oh, is God going to like answer this? And it's like, of course he is. Why would it? Like he's done it before. Why wouldn't he? And that's why I started journaling my prayers is to Mm. go back and look like, yeah, he's done it before and he's going to do it again. So just a good reminder. Yeah. That's a great practice too. I, I am a journaler. I'm a scribbler. I mean, I write everything down. I think just because I'm such a thinker, I just had to get it out of my head. Otherwise it will just simmer in there, but I've never done something that intentional, you know, like dedicated a journal just for jotting down things that are on my mind and then coming back and writing maybe how he provided. I love that idea a lot. So our last question is what is something you are currently looking forward to? Okay. I have two. First is my spiritual growth this year. Just like I don't know, like last year, I, so I worked at a church as a youth director um, in North Georgia and it was like a super cool experience. I love working for the church I worked for, but for me personally, it was not good for my spiritual walk. And you would think like, oh, working in a church is, you know, like you're going to, it's going to be helpful. But like, I found myself, and this is like totally, I mean, not on the church. It's like, I found myself in my quiet time instead of reflecting and being like, how does this apply to me? I was thinking like, how does this apply to my students? Or like, how can I teach this better? Um, and so I, I got to a place where I was just like super stagnant in my faith and like, I wasn't growing at all. And then I wouldn't go to like extra like community groups or anything like that, because I mean, that was like at work, you know? So it's like, I don't want to be there longer than I had to. So I, I got to this point where I was just like, yeah, super stagnant and not 
in a good place. And I didn't realize it until I was like pretty far in a bad place. And so I think just being removed from like the comfortability of America um, and being here and I don't know, I'm just, I'm really excited for my spiritual growth this year. Like, I don't know, even just like in the past couple of weeks, I've learned so much about what I've been like, like idolizing. <laughs> like, and it's like little things like idolizing ministry, idolizing my comfort, idolizing even like marriage. Like I'm looking, that's my other thing is I'm looking forward to being married. <laughs> um, like I've gotten to a place just in being engaged in the past couple of weeks, like I'm idolizing being married. And that was like my identity for the past month mm-hmm. is like, I'm getting married. So, you know, <laughs> not I'm a child, I'm a daughter of God. And mm-hmm. that should be my identity before I'm even like, when you asked me to introduce a couple of things about me, I'm like, I'm getting married, not I'm a daughter of God. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just learning so much already about comfort and especially like American comfort and things that are important there, but that shouldn't be important to the kingdom. So mm. there's, there's a, such a big like Muslim community here and Hindu population to see their commitment to their faith. They it's hot here and they dress in like all black head to toe. Like, like I know that they're hot. And then even like, you may have heard it in the beginning when we started, they were doing their prayers outside, but like several times a day, I hear them praying outside and I'm like, man, I don't even know if I pray that many times a day, you know, and not that boldly or loudly, you know? And so it's like super convicting to me that like a religion that I judge so much, they're like so committed. And I'm like, how do I proclaim that like Christianity is the religion, like the best and like God is, you know, like, I don't know. It's just so hard. And I'm like, I'm not even showing them my commitment to it. So that's also another convicting thing, but all that to say, spiritual growth is on the yeah. way this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, Aaron, this was awesome. Thank you for taking the time. I know it's really late where you are. So oh, no, it's okay. Thank you so much this for was- having me. Listening friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time.